0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast. Well, let's start today with the pre-match press conference for tomorrow night's fixture with Real Sociedad. It has just concluded. Uh, Gareth Bale's name rather dominated questions today. Does Gareth Bale make it easier for the press to criticise him with his actions? Zidane's response was, he doesn't like us talking about him in this respect. I think he is an important player, though, for us. If he is fit, which he now is, then I will again count on him. Well, that was... Quickly followed by the question, is he happy with Wales? And he said, I saw him very happy with us when he scored that goal in the Champions League final. He has said, this is Bale, that it was a misinterpretation. Has he actually spoken with Gareth Bale? He said, I talk with him as I talk with everybody else. We always greet each other. We talk about the internationals. The rest... I do not care about it. He then added, I will always be with the players. Things happen outside, but I will always be with them. The important thing is to focus on football. I am not interested in the rest of the comments. Bale will be a decisive player for us again. Uh, moving on to the next topic it was about how to manage the expectation surrounding Rodrigo and Zidane said look I'm trying not to put too much pressure on him but he has shown already that he has incredible ability and certainly the ability to play within this team but we have 25 players in this squad the hardest thing for me to do is to pick who will and who won't play He was also questioned on Martin Odegaard. He said, yes, I've seen him play a few times. He is playing in a very good team, as we know, and he is contributing a lot. It is very good for Madrid that he is doing well. And then with a laugh, he said, although it's not so good, maybe for tomorrow. And finally, but very inevitably, he was asked about Jose Mourinho and whether or not he felt calmer. Now that Mourinho was in a job. His response, I'm not calmer about that. I have a very good relationship with our president. He brought me here, and thanks to him, I've had a great life in this fantastic club. Moving on now to a look at some of the other stories making the headlines over the last couple of days. Marcelo, in an interview, has been talking about his future. He said, I will be here in Madrid for as long as I can. I don't think about what I'll do in the future. I always think in the short term to the next game, never really any further. Anyway, he added, I have a long, long way to go yet before my career ends. And if he did go, he was asked back to Brazil, where would he go? Flamengo. Now, the future of Karim Benzema is being discussed. His current deal ends in 2021. Now, his preference is to end his career at Real Madrid, but it's dependent on the deal that they present to him. He'll be 32, remember, this December, and 33 when his contract ends. And he's looking to add a minimum two-year extension to his current deal and certainly no loss of income. But that said, he's also said to be in no hurry to sit down to discuss. Konodogat has been much in demand throughout the course of the week. He was talking to the media and he was asked about his dream, if it was a dream, to return to Real Madrid. Yes, he said, it's my goal to succeed at Real Madrid I am very happy where I am. I am not in any rush if it takes two or five years. It doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter to me. The only thing I know, one day, I do want to play for this great club. Asked if he would celebrate if he scored against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu, and the answer was no. Now, Real Madrid's defence, bar that uh, one aberration in the Champions League, has held up relatively well this season, but a continuing debate about its future remodelling rolls on. Militao's summer arrival has yet to really impress Varane's long-term future, looks cloudy at best, and Ramos. Well, he can't go on forever. Skriniar at Inter and Kula Bali over at Napoli are the two prime contenders to join Zidane Belize. in particular has the right balance of experience to fit straight into his team. This, remember, his fourth season in Serie A, his third at Inter. Conte, though, who has complained already about lack of squad depth into this season, It's not going to let him go without a struggle and any fee would be in the region of 80 million euro. He is contracted as well until 2023, so it's going to be far from easy, as they've already found out with Koulibaly. To get any deal done. There could be, though, an icebreaker with Napoli because rumors are suggesting that James Rodriguez's future is now clear. He will remain with Real Madrid until the end of this season, before heading to Italy, where he will finally sign with Ancelotti at Napoli. Now his arrival will see the departure of Fabian Ruiz coming to Real Madrid. Napoli will also receive 30 million euro. One defender who is returning, who looks like he has a big career in front of him, will be Hashraf Hakimi, currently in his second season on loan with Borussia Dortmund. And he's enjoying another very productive season. Six goals in all so far this season for the left fullback. Four of those in Champions League and two of those in that rather epic 3-2 victory over Inter just a few weeks ago. Now, his return will put pressure on Mendy, the 24-year-old sign from Lyon this summer, has made just four appearances in La Liga. Now, he won't want another campaign on the bench next season either, so a move out on loan is potentially on the cards for the French international, who didn't feature in the French national team's recent matches. In fact, <laughs> since his arrival at Real Madrid, he hasn't actually featured for the french national team at all plenty of comments about Kylian mbappe over the course of the last few days in the media it's widely expected of course that real madrid will launch a significant campaign to sign him next summer however the italian media over the last 48 hours have been suggesting that juventus are uh, in the process of launching what they call Operation Mbappe, with the hope of luring him to cheer in in the summer. A former Juventus legend Michel Platini was quoted as saying that he would be the absolute perfect fit for Juventus. I like Neymar, he said, but this kid can be the big star over the next 10 years. Onto this weekend then. Real Madrid will get another thorough examination at home to fifth place Real Sociedad, who have the joint best away record in La Liga this season. Thirteen of their 23 points have come away from home. They've won at Granada, Vigo, Espanol, and Mallorca. Now, last season, remember, they scored that very notable double, winning at Bernabeu in January. Jose and Pardo with the goals. Uh, Lucas Vasquez was actually sent off in that game, and they followed that with an equally impressive 3-1 victory at home in May. This time, Real Madrid had Vallejo sent off. That was after Brahim Diaz had actually given them the lead. Well, it's been a rare run of successes, really. Prior to last season, Dada had won just one of the previous 22. That, the memorable 4-2 victory back in August of 2014, when uh, Balam Ramos actually gave Real Madrid an early two-goal lead, only for Sothea Dad to come back and win 4-2. Overall, then, this will be the 150th meeting between the two clubs over the years. Real Madrid have won 83 of those, 37 drawn, and they've lost just 29. And Madrid did score one of their biggest ever home victories recorded against Sociedad back in 1967 when they beat them by nine goals to one. Manuel Velasquez having a pretty good day that day, scoring a hat-trick. Let's move on then to the tail of the tape ahead of the weekend. Real Madrid second in La Liga. Level on points, of course, with Barcelona. Sociedad starts the weekend in fifth place. Madrid beaten just once this season. Uh, Sociedad four times, Sociedad's 21 goals uh, make them the fourth highest scoring team in La Liga. Madrid's 25 put them in third. Uh, Defensively, Sociedad conceded 14 goals, Madrid just nine. Only Atletico and Bilbao, both on eight, have better defences. Onto to the numbers behind the teams. 13 games played by Sociedad, one less for Real Madrid. Of course, Sociedad averaging 1.6 goals per game, Madrid 2.1. Possession average, Sociedad 55.4, 56.2 for Madrid. Pass completion is uh, 80.9 for Sociedad, 87.1 for Real Madrid shots per game 11.3 for Sociedad 16.8 for Real Madrid tackles 13.5 per game for Sociedad 15.9 for Real Madrid as for discipline 25 yellows and 1 red for Sociedad 21 yellows and 3 red for real madrid seven different players have scored for sotia dad the top scorer is the former madrid player william with five goals six players have provided assists top assist provider is miko the 22 year old spanish international uh, with four, Odegaard, Porto and Yanazai all with three. As for Real Madrid, 13 different players have actually scored this season. Benzema, with nine, is the Liga top scorer. And 13 different players have provided assists. Carvajal, with four the most. And by the way, 41 players have played for both of these two teams, including Xavi Alonso. there we are. That just about wraps it up then for now. Don't forget, you can catch up with all of the previous episodes of this podcast via the website over at www.realmadridpodcast.com. We will be back next week. It's a big week, of course. Champions League returns. In the meantime, enjoy the game tomorrow night. From me, Tim Capel, till next week. Bye-bye for now.